Okay, with Sam Moore, Little Drummer Boy is the short film. Uh, she is the writer. Uh, she is the director. Uh, another film from Georgia, another film from Atlanta. There's so many films these days that are coming from the great state that seem to do the right thing of the last election, but that's just my two cents. <laughs> <laughs> the whole world is paying attention, is paying attention to yeah. Georgia. Yeah. And, but you guys are making some great films. Sorry for getting political there. I apologize. You're fine. <laughs> I assumed I was, but I just wanted to make sure. So Little Drummer Boy, really interesting film. Uh, it kind of takes you on an unexpected road where it's like the beginning, this girl, uh, this person's getting, uh, is at work, like kind of like a, uh, like a rum drum kind of job. Obviously she's getting sexual harassed everywhere she goes. And there's a, obviously a defeatist attitude there. And then all of a sudden she meets somebody and they take them on a crazy journey, I guess. Is this story kind of true to life? Where did this kind of concept come from with you? Yeah, so it's a mixture of, I was just having a really, really rough day one day. My, I had a flat tire. I, you know, was having issues in my film class. I, I was, I, I didn't have enough creativity at the time and I was just getting really discouraged. And I got on TikTok one day and I saw this guy playing the drums. Mind you, I'm an Atlanta girl. So the drums and the, the rock, it was not my speed, but yeah. it was something about just the passion that he was playing those drums. And I just got so deep into it and I just started writing and I love romance. That's one of my favorite genres. I have two other short films before this and they both are in the same genre. So I, I like to stay in that realm and make it, I, I like love. So um and, and ironically enough, this film isn't really about her falling for the guy. It's kind of her yeah. falling for this new chapter in her life. And she's, she's excited. with herself, I guess. Yeah. Right? She's, yeah. yeah she's, she forgot who she was. And that's kind of what it's about. Obviously, we love the twist of a guy. But it's all, ultimately, it is her finding her love through herself. Yeah, that's the that's the that lots of lots of twists and turns in a, in a, in this kind of story where where you kind of like when I was watching it for the first time, it's like it's called Little Drummer Boy, so I'm assuming a drummer boy, it's not like going to see Jesus, so it's like I'm <laughs> I'm assuming it's coming. <laughs> I'm assuming it's it's uh it's it's there's gonna be drums, but it's like oh she this is work environment, so yeah, really interesting twists and turns as you said, it is a love story um about themselves it's like someone coming to age in the moment not like yeah journey i guess right so yeah yeah really really well done done script so this was done this is done at the university of georgia yeah so i i went to the university of georgia um for undergrad and masters and this was a part of my film program we all were um we were all told to make a film and we were very open, broad, whatever we wanted to do with it. And so, yeah, it was with my class and we were actually the inaugural class from University of Georgia. This is their first film program oh, that wow. they had for masters. So yeah, it was, it was a lot. It was definitely a guinea pig era, but we, we made it out and it was a great program. So. So you're the first year. So it's, it was yeah. it a four year program. It was a two-year program, so year we did program. the first year on campus at the University of Georgia, and then the second year, we did it at Trillith Studios. It's in Pinewood. Well, it used to be called Pinewood, Okay. and yeah, Trillith Studios, and, and it's over in Fayette, Fayetteville, Georgia, and that was where we did our second year, so we were able to meet a lot of people over there, 
Um, Dan Kathy was one of um, the people who, who sponsored our program and we were able to talk with them, the Chick-fil-A crew and everyone yeah. over there. So it was a great program. I would highly recommend it. So this is like this this state, uh, Georgia, they're really like in the last 10 years, they're really mm -hmm. building production companies, building crews, like yep. putting all these shows. Obviously, they're getting some tax breaks, but not only the tax breaks, but they're also like building solid crews and solid uh, post-production facilities. It's like really becoming like the third the third Hollywood, I guess. Right. Yeah. It, it's, it's And this program was so crazy because I don't know if you've heard of Georgia Film Academy. So they also, we also partnered with them and Georgia Film Academy is kind of designed for under the line crew. And our program was the first program that was above the line. So okay. we were all either writer, director, producer. Um, and we did have cinematography as one of the, yeah. the options, but um, it was very much so based on that. And we were able to go out and get crew and that way we could focus on being a director, being a writer. And that's one thing I love about this program compared to the other schools was we genuinely got time to focus on our craft. We didn't have to, obviously we did, you know, work with each other and we were able to be on each other's sets, yeah. but we focused on what we wanted to yeah. So just to give people a, a quick a quick summary, because because Georgia is like is like lots of production company, lots of people are making films there, so they need to to basically build up their crew base. So that's why they have all these programs for like, oh, like you said, below the line. So people who are below the line are like crew members, like grips, gaffers, sound department, people on set, like locations, you know, all these like hair makeup like all these people who work on the set so they need to build up these crews because in order for hollywood to come to make these movies these big movies it's all about the people that's what that's so you can have good tax breaks but you have to have a good crew so that's what they're doing all these programs mm -hmm. but this seems to be the one that okay let's build up our own talent base right let's make our own films yeah state i guess right yeah, and we, and especially because it was only 10 of us in our program, and we were very adamant on, we don't want to leave after we graduate. We ju I just graduated in um, June, okay. and we were all very set on, you know, we want to stay here in Georgia. We don't want to branch out because that's what Georgia's doing right now, and my and my degree has a lot of weight on it, being that I'm in Georgia, I'm right in the heart. And, you know, Georgia's University of Georgia is a flagship school here. So I feel like it was my best option to stay here and try to work with my connections here and to continue on trying to just grow, you know, in this yeah. state. You're, the, you're literally the new generation. Like you said, it's yeah. a first program. It's like, that's what's happening, right? Like in, the, in, the, in your state, it's like, man, your state is like, is this transforming? It's yeah. like, like 10 <laughs> years ago in so many ways, I guess. Yeah, everyone's coming over here, everyone. Yeah, that's it's amazing how much like how much progress th there there's been, and like obviously the population's growing as well, like especially in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Okay, so tell me about the making of the film. So does everybody get to like how many people get to direct their own film on your program? Yeah, so um, all ten of us, um, we could either decide what we wanted to do. It was four directors that came out of our program. Okay, it was four um, producers. And we partnered. So I had a partner with there was a producer and we had two cinematographers that equal to 10. OK. Um, and so uh, we had but we did have like seven films out that that were finalized for final filming. Um, 
And mine was one of the seven. So, and they were all great. So great. Did you pass? Yeah, I better pass. <laughs> <laughs> Working hard like that, I better pass. But yes, I did. Okay, so did you got some interesting locations in this film, like your lead actor. Uh, where did you find your lead actor? Yeah, so I did um, I did some online. I did cast calling. Um, I forgot the website that I used. Uh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Okay. But I did I did um, online casting. I had, it was so crazy because I was so nervous. I'm used to just getting my friends to um, act for me, but I actually held auditions and I had 200 girls audition for the role. So it was such a blessing to have that. I, I felt like, I felt important. I felt yeah. like somebody, people were interested to, to act. So yeah, that was fun. I, I got um, Jake, the character Jake, he was a, he's my cousin. So, and he was really one to get into the acting world. And I, and I was so happy to give him an opportunity, but the other three actors, they were definitely um, casting. So yeah, I like the guy, I like the beginning of the film where like, it's like the, we can get to the location in a second, but the, the guy, the, the creepy old boss, sorry, I'm, my word's not yours. And he was but. the sweetest person. So I hated that I had to make he, him like that. He's so perfectly casted with his like silver hair, and his, like you know, <laughs> Polish kind of demeanor. Yeah, he was, he was great. He definitely hit it on the nose. I remember I actually wrote it a little differently and he gave it to me multiple ways and it was perfect every time. Yeah. So. So what was your attention like the beginning of the film where it's like the the guy the suitor is a little bit pushy but it's so funny how we've changed a lot and like 20 years ago that'd be like some main character in a movie where like oh look how how aggressive he is he's like he he wants his way but today's kind of viewpoint it's like he he just seemed like what was your sorry, what was your what was your attention of this character Yeah so I mean that's right on the nose I feel like and and I and I felt a lot of Danielle through me, so I did want to write it how I how I see it. And a lot of times, the bring home to mom and dad guy isn't the safe option, if you will, isn't always you know what we desire at the end of the day. And he like I mean it's crazy because when my mom saw the film, she was like, "Well, I liked him. He was sweet yeah. and handsome, and yeah. and he he didn't do anything wrong." And blah blah. And I'm like, "Mom, you weren't you weren't catching it like." He, he, you know, he's like, I remember there was one line in the beginning and then the boss is like, Danielle, this is your late third time this week. And then he jumps in. He's like, oh no, it's just a second. And it's like, why would you even say that? Like, why? Shut up. Like no one asked for that. So yeah. he tries to help when you don't need the help. And he tries to act like, you know, your knight in shining armor, but she is her knight in shining armor. She doesn't need, you know, a guy yeah. to like, help her out so it was just unattractive but yeah, it's, it's, yeah. I, I just found that that scene so interesting where like like he kind of flipped it around i guess right like he, yeah and it's it's that it started it is the theme of the, this character like loving yourself right we're like mm -hmm. like in your like your mom right like you used the you it was used like, it was an interesting term that you used like about like the bring the bring home to the parents guy right like mm -hmm. nice job look handsome nicely dressed can say the right things right yeah, all on the outside, also surface level, but like you can feel when somebody's not right for you and you know it, that's like, 
especially and not even he might have been the right guy for her but in the season that she was in right now she needed to break free and right and I felt like he was going to chain her down and and because he liked the state that she was in and that's not the state she needs to be in her life yeah yeah and like those like you know it's like a cliche but it's like those kind of environments can kind of suck you suck your energy mm-hmm. right so mm-hmm. but you didn't kind of like you 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 kind of touched on that but it was really more about what everything's kind of like from the directorial standpoint everything's kind of told from her point of view it was that done intentionally yeah it was it was definitely all intentional for her point of view it's her story so yeah. So we're seeing kind of like we're seeing her lens, right? Like of this guy, kind of like like ogling, ogling, literally ogling her, right? Like mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. yeah. And it's Very like much so. you know I'm a man, so like in in but at the same time, there's like I'm probably guilty of it like 10, 15 years ago when I was an idiot, in like, <laughs> because no, I'm serious because it's just like yeah, say the inappropriate things because it was accepted. Yeah, environments yeah. with women, I guess, right? Yeah. Definitely. And I mean, we all kind of do it. I feel like I do it too when it comes to just like, you, one, you don't know when what season people are in. And we, a lot of times we don't read people's body language and we're just having conversations and we don't, you know, take other people into consideration. So it's, 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 it can go for anybody. That character, that, that, that male character, it can be for anybody. Yeah. So you're speaking of mo- emotional intelligence and then man, yes. men have had some issues with that, like in a general way where like, where mm-hmm. I think a lot of men are learning emotional intelligence, like picking up on people's reactions. Like they never did that before. Right. So now yeah. we're kind of evolving a little bit, hopefully. Yeah. So then, so then that's part one, but then you go into this world, like, so then she meets, runs in the skater. You could, like you said, it's in your, uh, your synopsis, you call him a skater boy, Jake. And then he kind of takes her, kind of lets her free, I guess, in a sense, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So he 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 is not her typical type. He's not anything because the first guy was her typical type. Um, but this guy's total polar opposite. And he she and then you can tell, I think like the, when it goes to nighttime when you're in the coffee shop, and yeah. you can so when he asks, like, let me take you somewhere. And she doesn't say yes because he asked. It was because Terrell said, well, the, the other guy said, you know, the next time I see you, let me ask again. And she saw him come down the stairs and she's like, okay, never mind. Let's go. Come on. Come on. So like this, like the, the, she let her guard down in that moment because she didn't want to deal with the other person. Yeah. So it worked out in her favor. So the interesting thing about that sequence, and maybe this is you know this is conscious or conscious, is that is that she there's a distrust of of these creepy men, right? But mm-hmm. for Jake, you set it up where like we as an audience we're like, yeah, this is a safe guy, even though conventionally he's like the not conventional guy. He's the one that in most movies we don't trust, but we trust, like the way you set it up, it was just, you kind of flipped the script in a lot of ways. I, I really enjoyed, <laughs> I think maybe that's your intention, but it was like, yeah, this this makes sense, right? So. Yeah. Yeah, I felt, and I also, I definitely, it was intentional to put it in a coffee shop because I felt like coffee shops are very mellow. They're very relaxing. And I feel like when you're in a workplace, you're very uptight and you're very sure. cold. Yeah. Versus coffee shops are more warm and like opening to talk to random strangers. Neutral environment. So that's why, yes, that's why I wanted it. I, that was an intentional thing. 
But in the, in this state, you're like your your generation doesn't talk to people at coffee at shop. all. <laughs> so we don't at all. We're on our phone <laughs> all the time. So yeah. that it was definitely weird. And I know I'm jumping, but so many people were like, "Do people really write their phone numbers on hands?" I was like, "Guys, it's a movie. Relax. I'm trying to put some old love into it. Some old yeah, old love. Yeah, I like yeah, it. like some something that like is like a." Uh, it takes you back and it's like a humbling piece it's not 2022 2023 this is a well because uh, of dating and so dating sites and social media you don't have to right right like, right because i remember I'm, I'm from an era when there wasn't even cell phones so you would have to like go talk to a girl mm-hmm. and so and like and you know people have argued that's probably probably better i guess right but then yeah i i literally um before I found my person, I would always say like, oh my gosh, like I wish I just found somebody in a coffee shop or I wish was, I bumped into them on the street. And because yeah. that doesn't happen. Yeah, it doesn't happen anymore. anymore. We're so focused here. Yeah. Did so I break up? Me, okay. So tell me about your locations. Where did you find your locations? Yeah. They they actually were all on this. the the coffee shop and the office space were all together. That's um, Rome, Georgia. Rome is like a, a workspace for people okay. um, to rent out, and so they were generous enough to let us film there. So it was perfect that we just kind of like made it a little different. They they had everything set up. We didn't change anything in there. They it was just beautiful how it was. So we were very lucky for that. Um, and then the the drum sequence was actually a church. Yeah. Um, and it was a, yeah, it was a non-denominational church that didn't have everything going on. It was very, it's a, it was a very clean stage. So it was easy to, to uh, manipulate it to look like a, a stage for anything. Yeah. So how does it work for your school where like, do they give you all the equipment? Do they have equipment? I know it's like you said, your first year. So how did it work with budget and equipment and all that stuff? Yeah. So it, um, they, we have all of our equipment. They gave us everything. I wanted to hire DPs. There was a group um, that they, um, I, a group of my of guy friends that I'm really, really close with, and they were so gracious enough to let me um, work with them. And they brought a lot of their equipment as well. And they're they're like their niche that what they're really good at is uh, music videos and things like that. And I love their work. So I wanted them to really take the lead on that drum sequence and just have fun with the lights and the, the slow-mos. And yeah, so but when it comes to equipment, the school gave it to us. And um, for budget, I actually did a GoFundMe. So I, I raised $5,000 and I had a bunch of my friends. Every extra you saw was my friends and family. So they all came out and supported. And I had my mom and my aunt, they cooked. So we had catering and it was fun. It was a really, really fun experience. And I felt so important. I felt so loved. My first time like having, I think I had a crew of 33 so it was it was awesome. So the last shot of the film on last day, how do you feel? Like, are you like when you're in the last day of production? Yeah, the last day was the drum sequence. Okay. So how are you end, feeling as a director? Are you feeling like you got a film? Like you feel that you're? I 
felt well it I, it's so crazy because my film changed three times i how i wrote it was not how it ended up okay. so when i when we were in the finalizing of production a part of me was scared because I was like, is this, was, did I capture the vision? Did I capture the vision? And I think that kept coming in my head. And then at the same time, I was like, oh my gosh, I just did this. Like, wow. Okay. Like, and people were cheering and clapping and I just, it, it was, I, I knew it was going to, it was going to go right. So, and we had no technical difficulties. Everything went well. And I just, it was, it was a blessing for everything to go like, Right. And that's rare. That's very rare because I've had bad productions. So, yeah. yeah. So the crew of 33. So then you then all of a sudden it's your, you go to the editing room. So tell me about your the editing experience. Yeah. So the guys who DP for me, they helped me edit. Okay. And I, so I edited at my school. I would edit a first draft and then I would send it to him or we would meet up with the flash drive, hard drive. And then one of the guys would piggyback off of what we did. And then he would send it to another guy. And we did that like 10 times. So every time I got it, it was an elevated version of what I saw the first time. But it was really good. I'm glad that I do know how to edit. So they they saw my vision, basically, because we weren't able to be together because they stay on the other side of Atlanta. So it's, what about the what about the sound design and the, and the music? Yeah, so... UGA partnered with a school in Israel and Israel. yeah, they, so we all partnered with them and the guy that I partnered with, his name was Tom. He is so great. And he, he, he was also in that circle of like getting the new edits every single time. And each, each scene I would mark the the time frame of what what was I feeling at that time, and then I would give him examples in different movies of like, oh, I love this sound, I love that sound. And when I tell you, he did an amazing job. There was never a time where I was like, ah, eh, that's not really feeling it. He would catch the rhythm and he would catch the emotion so well with the sound design. So, yeah, they I I, I will send you an email with of their group. They're amazing, and I would recommend them to anyone. So you're like you, like you really put this film like you made up, you produced a, a great film. So is this Thank like you. what have you done since the since the film? Like uh, since school ended, what have you been doing since then? Yeah, so I work in. Um, do you know Vampire Diaries or the original? Sure, I've heard of it. Yeah. Yeah, so they they film in Conyers, Georgia, which is where I work now, and so I get to be in a in a town that films all the time we just had um the rock over here and filming the something rock. for yeah they, they just filmed something for uh yeah um <laughs> him and chris evans they were just here filming for a movie that's coming out um i think it's a christmas movie but we i i work in the county and i do um i'm doing i'm their production coordinator i get okay. i'm so I'm new to it so like my my title's all over the place but yeah i'm the county's production coordinator and I'm trying now to like work with the kids because I went to high school in this county and I really want to bridge like internship opportunities and like times for them to meet people because they have filming right under their nose. There's a film here every week, like every single week. Yeah, and it, it would have been awesome when I was in high school to to have like these connections with people because who knows where I would be right now. Yeah. So I, I de that's my goal for for me right now. But 
yeah, working for the county is fun because it's a filming county. So I'm still doing what I love, still using my major. So I'm excited. Are you gonna are you gonna make more films? Oh, of course. Definitely, of course. I love this job because I still have room to be creative. I still got my own office and I'm and I'm like just like playing around. If I'm not editing for the county, I'm I'm writing. So I'm definitely trying to do another film the next um, next year in 2023. So I will be entering again. Very excited. Yeah, no, I'm glad. I'm glad because I think that you you're onto something, and I think that you should obviously make more films. I know it costs money and things like that, but you got something, and I and I think you're you're kind of. I think right now what I'm reading is learning is that you're taking in the industry in a sense. You're kind of learning how kind of things work, I guess, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which is smart, and then and then you can ready to take the world by storm, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm. I'm definitely excited to continue on, like just my dream. Like I, I never want to to give up my dream of being a director. I know life is hard, and it's not this industry is. You know, it's it's tough to get into. So I, I don't want to stop. I don't. And your lead actress, does she like the film? Oh, she loves it, and we actually are really good friends now. So she, she's a sweet she, girl. She, she can be. Is. She can be like she can do well for herself. If, uh, if yeah, she I told that... we 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 told each other. I was like, girl, you're like you're like my Michael B. Jordan to Ryan Coogler for me. I was like, so, anytime I I said she is my Michael B. Jordan and yeah. I am Ryan Coogler. Gotcha. That's I was how I thought I was you meant the basketball player. I was like, then no, I no, no. Rocky. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. Because I I was like, girl, Black next Panther, time right. I have a character, she she like represents like. The type of the black woman that I love, like okay. that—that's—that's that's my girl. So I love her. Name's Yasmin. She's a really sweet girl. Well, I think you're in the right era to do that. Like that's a good—that's a good analogy. But yeah, you guys are going to tell your stories, not, yeah. not their stories. I guess, right? Yes, yes, one hundred percent. Well, he's a guy. You should follow his career because he—he—he did the right things. He kind of moved in the in a, in a way. I don't know if there's like a Rocky equivalent. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but but uh I don't know but basically but yeah. no but I mean they and he it's crazy because he and he also they just finished the Black Panther 2 yeah and then they slapped him in there again I was like I love how every movie that Ryan Coogler's done he's added Michael B. Jordan in there somewhere yeah I absolutely love it well so I heard it's I doing well <laughs> yeah it's doing really well I heard it's, it's I heard it's made, well. made a little bit of money uh, at the yeah, box office just a little bit I don't think a lot but I think a little bit yeah just a little all right, awesome. So great talking to you. Uh, what? Oh yeah, what did you guys? Th- what did you think of the audience feedback video that we sent you? That was awesome. I enjoyed hearing so many different people, and it sounded like I heard so many accents and so many cultures. So it was like the fact that everybody understood it was the biggest thing. I, I think the number one thing as a director, you don't want people to just not get it. Yep. So it felt good to know that the storyline understood whether you liked it or not. You understood what the story was about. And so that that's what I love the most. So thank you so much for for what I, I can't believe this is the first film festival I've ever won. So thank you so much. It was well, it was awesome. I want you to make another film and I want I want us to talk again because I think you're on to something. So thank you so much. Let's let's talk again and I appreciate your time. Yes, thank you. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, Shlemiel, Shlemazel, Hasenbemp Incorporated. We're gonna do it. Give us any chance, we'll take it. Risk any rule, we'll break it.